the biggest stock of the quarantine period for tech. Zoom down this morning, double digits after an incredible report on the trailing basis and looking forward. Let's talk with the chief financial officer, Kelly Steckelberg, is back with us here. Kelly, good to have you on the show. So, again, it seems like Wall Street obviously has a very high bar for expectations for your team, but you still really hit these numbers out of the park. I want you to walk us through, firstly, what was behind the growth. Is it still the same story as the last time we spoke in the previous quarter? Businesses and individuals stuck at home getting onto the platform? Hi, Oliver. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Our strong top line growth was a combination of strong sales execution in both the up market with customers greater than 10, as well as our continued strong online performance, mainly with those customers with fewer than 10. We also saw better than anticipated retention. So customers that have come to us in the past continuing to leverage Zoom in running their businesses and keeping their employees secure as this um, you know, continued remote work trend continues. When you look at the customer base and how it's adapted throughout this period uh, right now, what does that look like? Is it about bigger customers seeing how others in their peer group have gotten on board with the service and they say, okay, we want that too? Is it about individuals that maybe were doing a trial or now paying for subscriptions on the margin? What's changed over the last three months in terms of how that revenue comes in? You know, we've seen growth in both aspects of our business. So customers with greater than 10 are large and upmarket. We saw some amazing names that we talked about on the call with Peloton, with Rakuten, continuing to add to their meetings as well as adding uh, our Zoom phone to their portfolio. And then we also saw growth in the fewer than 10, which is now up to 38% of our revenue. And we're looking forward to continuing to support that base of customers through the announcement for example, of on Zoom, which is our event hosting platform that we talked about or announced um, in October at Zoomtopia, which is starting to seamlessly bring together these small business owners with their individual customers around the globe and making it a great experience for them to come together. And eventually it'll also expand into being an enterprise event hosting platform as well. I thought this was interesting too. We've had a few guests on here from the tech side, the CEOs of companies that are trying to do big conference style virtual events. How big will on Zoom's event capacity be? Well, we have uh, on Zoom to address that, but we also have our own amazing webinar product as well. We hosted Zoomtopia. We talked about this on the call last night where we had over 155,000 unique visitors um, during that event. So really excited and we've seen strong growth in the webinar area as well. So we have the capacity to do large events and we've absolutely seen tremendous success in this. And we hear from our customers that the events are not only much more efficient, but also more effective in terms of their leads that they're getting back for it and a great alternative right now when we can't join together in person. When it comes to growth, obviously the big percent, 370% top line growth is huge. In terms of what it looks like going forward, that's what's on analysts' minds. It's what's on investors' minds when they've seen the way this period has been so beneficial to the business. Is it clear that the peak for growth is going to be during this quarantine? Kelly, is there any way that you guys will be able to top the growth that you did as this virus hit us going forward? Well, we hope, as everyone does, for an effective vaccine as soon as possible. 
These remote work trends, though, began pre-COVID, and as we've seen how the world has embraced Zoom and embraced the flexibility of working from anywhere, we're excited about the prospect of these trends continuing in a post-COVID environment. And we are continuously innovating to support companies and their employees as they think about going back to work safely, likely in some sort of a hybrid approach. And we have things like Smart Gallery, which really enhances the face-to-face communication when you have individuals working in the office and the individuals that are working, say, from home or another location, but really continuing to democratize that communication. So we want to support organizations that they think about keeping their employees safe, but we really believe that the flexibility and this trend of working from anywhere is here to stay. So the working from anywhere is something that doesn't seem like it's going to flip on a dime, right? We're still looking at, even with the vaccine timeline, uh, businesses still really kind of settling into the way they've done this business. So I guess that would imply you really want to hold on to those clients that you have. What is the general agreement with some of the big companies? You mentioned Peloton, Rakuten. How long are those agreements in uh, partnerships? Are they years long, months long? Yeah, what we see in our upmarket customers is they typically want to, you know, they want to have locked in agreements so they understand what those terms of that agreement are going to look like. So we, in the upmarket, we typically sell anywhere between one to three year agreements. Mm. Okay, so you've got some uh, runway here uh, in a pretty big way for some of these clients in the time that they're on. In terms of the margin, one of the things uh, that I've heard a few folks talk about that I see in the numbers is that it's a little bit uh, lower than a year ago. Walk me through that, Kelly, when you've got all this money coming in from the top line, how come less of it's making it to the bottom line? So we really believe in our corporate responsibility to keep everyone connected during this time. And if you look at the gross margin, we are seeing some impact there due to that. So we have over 125,000 K through 12 educational institutions around the globe that are using Zoom for free. We've also done things like on Thanksgiving here in the US, we took off the 40 minute limit to allow families to connect and be together. And we feel very strongly that it is our responsibility to do that and we are committed to supporting the global community during this period of disruption and we want to minimize that communication disruption for them and that's why you're seeing that impact to the gross margin and as we indicated on the call last night we expect that to continue for the foreseeable future interesting okay now in terms of the uh, structure and the tech behind zoom as more and more people are on this platform i imagine it becomes more costly to keep it up of course you have relationships with some of the biggest cloud providers uh, with uh, amazon web services included Uh, i know that also you have oracle in terms of uh, the cloud hosting there as well do you want to break away from those at some point Uh, what is the status in terms of zoom's capacity capacity to host all this bandwidth on its own and does it make sense to do that i don't know if maybe it's cheaper to use a cloud provider or is it cheaper to do it on your own yeah so historically we did run the majority of our live meeting traffic through our own servers in co-located facilities as we saw the incredible increase in demand at the beginning of this pandemic we turned to some of our great cloud provider partners that you mentioned to help us with this immediate need for capacity and they have been amazing partners to us leveraging up 
servers, sometimes thousands in a day to help us ensure that we had the capacity available for everyone who had a need for Zoom. And what we've seen with this model is it's great. It's a really great balance of you know, running traffic through our own data centers, but also having the flexibility to lever up and lever down through leveraging the public cloud at the same time. And so I think we're, which are, what we plan to do for the for future is to continue to build more capacity in our data centers, but also maintaining these amazing partnerships that we have with the public cloud providers, because it gives us a really nice balance of flexibility to lever up and down. Should investors expect to see uh, expenses on the CapEx side for Zoom going forward on building out some of that infrastructure on your own? Yeah, we did announce on the call last night that you should see some, especially in Q4, some CapEx as we continue to invest in building out our own data center infrastructure. Okay, uh, Kelly, one of the other things uh, that I'm thinking about as I watch the stock today, it's just so hard apparently to surprise when the company has done so well. It really is uh, the most extreme example of a stock reaction kind of being removed from the fundamentals, right, in terms of the short term. I mean, you're still at 500% on the year though. If the street right now has decided that the valuation for Zoom in this quarantine period is frothy, if we're seeing reactions like this today on an incredible report that you guys deliver, does it make you want to use the stock to your advantage and either issue shares or in some way use the price while it's this elevated? 500% and we're down after an incredible report. Does that tell you that the timeline for using the stock is maybe now? You know, we're really focused on executing and continuing to deliver happiness to our customers and the best results possible to our investors. And we constantly evaluate the strategy around that, thinking and looking for opportunities around things like M&A to extend either the platform or the talent. And we just haven't found the right opportunity to do that yet, mm. but we certainly think about all those options every day. What about share issuance? Is that on the table? We have no plans to raise any further financing at this point. Okay, Kelly, great to have you back on the show. Appreciate it as always. Thanks, Oliver. Thanks a lot. Kelly Steckelberg is the Chief Financial Officer at Zoom. Huge report, massive growth on the top line. Shares down 11%.